0: Raw truth stories of female infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness, all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. This is Rebecca. I hope everybody's doing well today. And I can't believe that April is getting close to being over already. It's crazy. Before we get to today's story, I just wanted to bring up something that keeps popping up to my attention. And it's about younger men and older women. I have actually had a couple of men bring that subject up to me, um, stating that they really like older women. And it doesn't matter if this woman is the same age as their mother. There's just something in the way, I guess, that is experience or I'm not sure. But um, I I don't understand that because just me personally, I can't imagine being with somebody who's my father's age. Um, And my husband is nine years older than I am. But for 18 to 20 years, I personally would struggle, but I don't judge others who have that. But I just you know, wanted to kind of look into that. So, of course, I found an article about that. So I do want to read about that here shortly. And then we will get over to today's story, which is about Faith. And actually, Faith, uh, her story talks about the 12-year gap between her and the man she was seeing. So this all kind of runs together well today. Infidelity Mm -hmm. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I knew in my gut that she was still at least chatting with him. She denied it. Our marriage languished. I was miserable. No trust, no romance, no sex. I felt completely unwanted and undesired. About a year later, and still zero sex, my wife left for work and forgot her phone. Not long before that, I happened to see her type her passcode, so I tried it. Unlocked. I knew I was invading her privacy, but my gut told me she was hiding something. She was. To hear the rest of this story, and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes, as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. So the article I wanted to read to you today comes from victoriamilan.com. It's actually her blog. Um, It says, Victoria Milan blog, Receive the Passion and Find Your Affair. And I will, of course, have the link on my podcast notes uh, because also there's uh, some survey information on here that you might find interesting. It's too hard to read it. You more have to kind of look at it to see it. So if you wanted to find your way to her website, that'll be available on the podcast notes. What she says is a female infidelity. Age matters. A new study has revealed that cheating women younger than 45 years of age look for lovers older than them, while those over 45 years prefer lovers up to 10 years younger. The study asked 5,000 of our female members from 22 countries what the age of the quote, ideal lover is and why. 36% of the women over 45 said they prefer their lovers to be 6 to 10 years younger than them, quite a significant age difference, followed by 22% who prefer them to be only 1 to 5 years younger. Only 20% of the survey participants would rather choose someone older. Younger men are better in bed because they're more sexually active, a priority for one-third of women over 45. 41% of these women said that the best thing about having a younger lover is that they have the control in the relationship. Contrarily, women younger than 45 prefer an older man, with 32% saying that they prefer an age gap of anywhere between 1 to 5 years, and 23% saying that their perfect lover should be between 6 to 10 years older. According to these women, older lovers have more sexual experience, take care of themselves, and look better with age. Only 10% of the surveyed women under 45 years old claim they don't care about age. Founder and CEO of Victoria Milan, Sigurd Vidal, said that the survey results show that women become more confident with age and they know exactly what they want. Quote, women over 45 told us they want younger lovers because it gives them more control over their affairs and they are more sexually satisfied by younger men. As women get more mature, they become more self-assured. They know what they want and exactly how to get it. End quote, Mr. Vidal said. So just a quick little article, very interesting from the women's point of view. So I would love feedback on this. Um, If any of my listeners are um, those that have contacted me or maybe not, but do like older women, Uh, I would like to know your reasons why. What are your reasons? We found out on this article, statistically, why women prefer the younger lovers, but I want to know why you want to be with an older woman. What is it? And um, I would love to talk about that on a midweek ponder. So please send that in. Send me that information. You know, if we're friends on Facebook, you can message me there or shoot me an email to Rebecca.RawTruth at gmail.com So now it is time for us to get started with the story about faith. When I was 16 and in Missouri, I met Corey. Though we were 12 years apart in age, he never acted strange towards me, like a pedophile or in a nasty way if I told him I didn't want sex. We just didn't do it, and he'd say, okay, whenever you're ready. He made me feel so unashamed of my own past of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I never felt judged, and I always felt safe. We dated about a year and four months before shit went down. I was only a few months away from being 18 and he and I had made a plan that I would come back to Missouri so that he and I could be together. That is until I went off my medications and I started getting arrested and doped up. Of course we struggled in the relationship but he would tell me over and over how much he loved me and how patient and selfless I was. He'd even sing me to sleep and listen to me vent until I got sober again. That is when I started finding the missing pieces in the wrong places of this relationship. 1. Who calls someone only between 3am to 6am yet has Saturdays off and still can't text or call because they're too busy? Two. His dad had died in May, I think May 22nd, two years ago, and I was there forcing him to get up, get dressed, open up so he didn't hurt himself, but then I found my own father dead Christmas Eve of the same year. He blocked my number, he blocked me on Facebook, and has his ex texting me. Well, 11 months ago, I became 100% sober, and I made a new Facebook page just to look him up to make sure he was okay, and he blocked me again. However, I did see a post with him and his new girlfriend before he completely blocked me. This new girlfriend started to text me saying how she has him, she's had him for two years, and... That she has a child with him while he and I were together. I cried and I cried and I relapsed a few times because I thought I did it to myself. My biological mother and I are the most toxic and biggest alcoholics ever so I figured it was all my fault. I wasn't there. I was in Cincinnati supporting my family I recently sent him a text message asking him how he was and how his baby was doing, asking if he was okay and to let him know that I still had a place for him in my life because that space is irreplaceable, and that I was sorry I fucked up. I pleaded for him to please let me know if he was okay and things were well, but he blocked me, but only on messenger. So I was able to look at his Facebook page and I saw that he was getting married. He made a post and he said that I had been there for him, but I should have been there physically and that I was a stupid twat and now I'm lonely and he's married. I was so devastated. I was back on drugs for a while. I felt so heartbroken. Baffled, lost, confused, angry. But our beef lasted two months. Now I've moved on while he has a baby mama texting me saying he's sorry and he was wrong. But I got myself up off the floor and called him. I said, now baby, don't you throw your pennies in the wishing well because what you give is what you receive. You fucked up, you can match her misery. It's not me, it's you. And I hung up. I blocked him and now I'm three months sober, in college, with three jobs and my own place. I'm 18. He's now 29. If I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have let it go so far. I would have blocked him, pushed away the drama, and knew my own worth. I would not have trusted a man so damn hard where I was not independent with myself. I would have picked myself up far before this, but I wouldn't take this back or erase this moment out of my life because it made me ten times stronger. Life is like a puzzle and all my pieces were jammed together and missing. But once I got clean and redid my puzzle, I found the pieces and glued them tight in the right places, so the consequences I learned stayed with me. Faith, it sounds like you've had quite a lot of life in just your 18 years, and I'm so proud of you for being sober and being able to see the consequences of things that had happened with your history and being able to see how you've made those changes to be self-sufficient. I've never met you in person, but I just wanted to tell you that if I was here with you, I would give you a big hug because I am so proud of what you've done. Keep it up. As we wrap up today's episode, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening and always being so supportive of the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. If you haven't yet, be sure to check out my Patreon by visiting my website at Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. You can email me directly from there, you can sign up for Patreon, or you can even listen and download episodes. Um, If you have a story you would like to share, if you've been unfaithful to your husband or your boyfriend or partner, or if you're a husband that has been betrayed, or perhaps you're the other woman or the other man um, in a relationship, I would love to hear your story. You can email that over to me, rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Everyone is always anonymous. Until next time, hope you have a great day. Stay healthy, stay safe, and remember, no judgment. Goodbye.